This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Good afternoon, everybody. And what can you say to that? Genuinely, it's 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 normally a privilege to be the first one to talk on here, but that was nothing short of a fucking disgrace. Um, do excuse me. I think the language this evening might not be good, uh, Mr. Wayne Lowther. I apologise if uh, there's an occasional blaspheme here or there, um, if from no one else other than me, but. Uh, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. So we've travelled to Blackpool and we have seen a second half, especially, that has been nothing short of turgid um, and, you know, utterly disgraceful. Uh, Justin, Justin, sir, if you want to hit your mic, let us know uh, what your thoughts are at the moment. Uh, I echo your thoughts, Peter. It's fucking boring now this it's absolutely fucking tedious watching this lot it's nothing short of uh just it's just boring there's just there's just nothing about this team there's no spine um there's no heart in the team i will remind everybody listening that in 15 days we are entertaining that lot up from the m1 on our pitch we are going to get humiliated if we play like that um, it, honestly, normally I find some positives or I can't find anything, Peter. That was just absolute shite. Uh, and I feel very sorry for the people that went all that way up there to watch it. It's not a local match by any means. It's a long way away. They probably spent a lot of money on tickets and travel and hotels and all that sort of stuff. The club should reimburse them. It was absolutely fucking terrible. I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it. Yeah, I think we, we might uh, we might hear a lot of that this evening, but uh, and it is your views that we want to hear, your thoughts, your opportunity to emote um, is there. It's here in front of you, Carlos. Um, I, well, Carlos, if you want to hit your mic button, how are we? You okay? We, well, personally, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I just need to describe the situation currently. I have a I have a kiss me quick hat on a Stetson. Walking through an absolute dog hole of a of a town, um, I, I I just can't. But I did, honestly, guys, fucking embarrassing. I mean, I look like a twat, but my football team are fucking worse by far. We got we've we've just been beaten by a League One side. That's it. We've we've just been beaten by a League One side. You know, and and no disrespect to Blackpool, fucking absolutely superb today. Absolutely superb, superb. You know, they wanted it more, they fucking, they drive for it. There's some guy, there's some there's some guy who's unhappy that I call him a League One side, but that's what they are. Um, but it that, that's what it is. That, that's what it boils down to. You know, they as we were leaving, I, I left about a minute before the end. Uh, they, were, they were singing, uh, Premier League, you're having a laugh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, today today was the first day that I've heard um, Pozzo, anti-Pozzo songs. Anybody that was there today, you would have heard them as well. Um, it's boiling over. It's, it's really getting uncomfortable now for them. Um, they can't ignore the situation. Slavin Bilic is coming to do a job. He can't do the job because what he's got on the pitch is absolutely fucking awful because of everything that goes above him. And it, it's a joke, mate, and it's got to stop. It's an absolute piss take out of me you know, and all the other supporters and you guys that pay their, their hard-earned money 
to go all over the country to watch that absolute garbage. It's a fucking disgrace. No, I'm not going to disagree with any of that. Um, I mean, if anybody saw the stats for the game, and I appreciate it doesn't all just come down to statistics, it comes down to people doing things on the pitch. But this afternoon, we had, I mean, literally the whole team passing the responsibility rather than passing the ball. Um, there was a fascinating read, one of uh, Luan's pieces this this week, where he was talking about the level of progressive passers and who we don't have in the in, you know in the team and the movement, uh, and it was all there writ large today. Um, you know, loses free kick aside, very little to take from that at all. Good to see Tom Deli Bashiru come back in and maybe give us an option. But the rest of it was an absolute abdication of responsibility of what it means to actually be in that side and be doing something. Right, we're going to go to Tom Thomas Johnson, Tom, because you've been waiting. Uh, you've been waiting the longest. We're going to try and get to you guys in order. I'm sure we're going to have lots of people want to get on and talk about how you feel. You kind of get the gist of how we feel, and we'll we'll talk enough. But uh, Thomas, if you hit the uh, your mic button and uh, and let us know your thoughts. All right, gents. Afternoon. All right. Yeah. All right, mate. Go on, Em. What do you think? Well, it's a shit show, isn't it? I mean, it's it's twice in one week now. What's going on? We're playing literally 35-year-olds at this point in the back. Cabasello was useless. Siri Alta basically abandoned the pitch, ran down the tunnel, tore his shirt off. What's going on? Why aren't we investing in defenders? I don't understand Pozzo's logic, even if it doesn't make money. Us doing better still increases the value of the club and makes some money at some point. It's just stupid. Yeah. In in fairness to Sierra Alter, I think that would have been out of sheer frustration because obviously he picked up an injury, he's been thrown in there at the end and it's all gone completely and utterly wonky. And then he's picked up another injury again, which was there. The one... Uh, was was Cabaselli taken off in the end? I can't remember, but I mean, he for that for that second goal, he just let the guy. Um, I think it was Hamilton who'd come on playing left, kind of wide left. He just let him go uh, when he'd been moved to right back. I mean, Justin and I were throwing WhatsApps backwards and forwards, saying, you know, you know which way this is going. And the moment he moved Cabaselli to right back, we went. But we did this against Sunderland and we know what happens. And everybody could, I know, you know, anybody can be wise after the event, but you could see this happening. You just let him walk and just, ah, ah, grief. I mean, what gets me here is if you look at the stats, we had 74% possession. Okay, they had 26, obviously. They had 18 shots. We had 10. They had nine on target. We had five. For the whole of the second half until the 92nd, 93rd minute when Tom Deli Bashiru had a punt from miles out, we did not work their goalkeeper one single time. Not at all. With 74% possession, we still didn't manage to open out, even to create a, a, a chance on target. I mean, there was, there was a... a, a a corner routine that was worked to Hamza Chowdhury that he steered wide. That aside, I think they were absolutely bugger all, Thomas. Uh, it was very frustrating. Oh, were you there or are you watching it uh, remotely? Yeah, I was watching it on a stream. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Shocking. I mean, it, it's the exact same as what's happened during the week. I, it's just we're even worse today. Kind of same with Sunderland. It's, we shouldn't be losing to these sides. With the players we've got up front, it's just our complete lack of ability in defence. I mean, there's no wonder Rob Edwards couldn't get anything out of the players. There's well, nothing you, to get out. You, you start looking back to all of the managers and saying, you know, again, we've you know, we've mentioned it before. Um, you know, all of the managers and all of the head coaches have all come out with the same sort of thing, which is the fact that. <laughs> yeah, they they don't have the depth, they don't have the quality, and they and the set of players that we have do not have the gumption or the determination to go and do something. And what has been created, and we we spoke this, we spoke. Cheers, Thomas. Thank you very much, mate. Um, uh, we spoke about this very much on Wednesday night. Was around the culture, the culture that has been created has allowed the. Uh, the, the the players to literally sit there and go, well, we'll wait until you get punted uh, rather than actually shake a leg at anything, which is just 
So frustrating. All right, let's go to uh, Neil Silverstein. We've got loads of people queuing up, guys. We will come to you. Hemel, Wendover will be coming to you. Then we're coming to Rich, Rob C, Paul, and Harry as well. So we'll be coming to you very shortly. Neil, sir. Afternoon. <clears throat> I would ask what the odds were, but I'm really not inclined <laughs> to. But there you go, mate. No, I don't know either. Um, well, for, for, yeah, it's, it, yeah, same shit, different opponent, really, isn't it? it, mm-hmm. it just a couple of points. So, the first goal, Cavaselli and Trusicon, they were both on the edge and the, the corner points of the six-yard box, miles apart, right? Yeah. It, it, it's just – it's not even schoolboy defending. It's below that level. It's just fucking infant defending. And, and it, yeah, I think it's a point made before. It doesn't matter who the coach is, you're still getting the same performance from the players, which which is – which is. Yeah, I think you've covered it off earlier saying, you know, why it is, but – uh, it's interesting. I was away for the tail end of this week uh, for a game in Cyprus. Um, I'm fortunate enough to bump into some people from the club that were playing away there. Um, they're really well connected in the world of football. Um, Pozzo wanted Bilic before the seat, before they signed Edwards, but Bilic said no. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I thought that was quite interesting. And the other one is a lot of the clubs now are not even willing to talk to us about loaning players in. I don't know if you've noticed, the players that we're getting for in lo- on loan are dropping down in quality, right? <clears throat> and this is this means we've got a diminishing pool of loan players, which historically we've, we've used to some effect. So, I, I, you know, I really worry that, that we are in a downward spiral now and it's it, it, it's going to gather some pace, right? And And I just look at what can be done to change it. Right. It, whilst the squad stays as it is, we're going to get performances like this week in, week out. Right. So my expectation is this is what we're going to get. We might get the odd blip if someone like Sar or Zal Pedro or Spree has a moment of a, a miracle moment. But we're going to need two or three of those a game to cover up the defensive fuck ups that are just keep keep coming game in, game out. So it's. It, I can't see what we're going to change. Clearly, the, the the transfer window is now shut, so we've got almost no ability to change the squad that we've got. We are royally fucked now, right? And for me, it, it's just we've got to do something to get Pozzo to do something different. And my preference is that he fucks off, right? Highly well, unlikely, yeah. because we all know the, the money side of it and all the rest of it, but... Until then, my expectation is is going to be no different week in week out. And you know, the game against that up the road, oh, that is going to be hell. I couldn't. Yeah, no, no, that's I couldn't agree with you more. Unfortunately, so I'm going to I'm going to pose you a question, Neil, and I'm yeah. going to pose it to everybody who comes along. The debate over the close season and in the early parts of the season came to a head with the firing of of Rob Edwards, and that's regardless of how good you know, Slavin Bilic proves to be because it said so much about the culture of the club. It said so much about what very much looks like a fracturing at the top of the club in terms of we're going to go one way, but no, you know, uh, Pozzo overrules him and says, no, this is the way we're going to go. Um, my question is going to be, bearing in mind so many fans now are at the point of, and it's not just about results. Let's just not make it just about results. This is about the performances that we have seen, that we've just seen writ large again. You know, it's been a a repeat of what we've seen in terms of the fact that they haven't put a squad together and the Potsos have already always described it as they, they use a project for each season to put the squad together for the season. And they have absolutely failed to do that comprehensively. So the question has, you know, I think become, Rather than having kind of the, the the thoughts on this space and other spaces, obviously that are available, how do we take the protest into the stadium? Well, for, how do we, how do we how do we assist people expressing this to the to the to the directors' box? So for, I think as, as was exhibited um, last week, taking it into the stadium will be a challenge because they can control what happens. Right? I do think, and I think I said it before. For me, the way to do it is, you know, Pozzo is a narcissist, right? And you need to make him feel uncomfortable in the right way. So to be vocal, um, as close as you can get to him, and the only place that you can do that, in my understanding, is the entrance that he uses to get in the ground, mm-hmm. okay? So behind the, the, the Graham Taylor stands, yep. either before or after the game, because they can't move you from there. 
right? And they can't control any banners that are put up because it's not a fire risk in those car parks. Well, <clears throat> what I was going to say, Neil, and I've just actually posted this on my own uh, Twitter uh, account, is whilst I would never suggest we do this, everybody, if we all buy a T-shirt, right, with Potso out on it or somebody knows someone that can print these T-shirts so we can buy them, you wear it underneath your coat and at kickoff, you unzip your coat, you open it up and there's a whole stand of people wearing Potso out T-shirts. It's flame proof. It's pretty much idiot proof. I can't see any other way of getting the message across. But I, 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 that, that's probably the way around getting it, not getting things into the ground. But it, from, is that that... I, I think we last on the last podcast we were talking about the silent majority, so not everyone's going to think that. And no, no, no. Vocal ones that speak up, right? So I, I don't think you get the visual impact of everyone having. You probably get fifteen percent, and it probably won't get picked up on. Yeah, so I agree. I, I, I think you know the if you want to make a difference, I, you've got to make Pozzo feel uncomfortable and show him how you feel. He he locks himself away in the in the director's box, surrounded by by buyer and the rest of them. So for me, it's getting to getting to, to for him to hear and see us before and after the game, right? That that and that that for me is the only logical one that I can see because the rest of it he can quell and he can ignore and Ooh. he can remove himself from. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, that, so the, the the point is there because that part is a hospital car park that some there could be a small gathering and always peaceful. Obviously, this is Watford. That's where you would expect it. Neil, thank you, sir. We've got so many no, people to get to, mate. Uh, lovely to speak to you, sir. We'll catch you soon. Um, Greg, Greg, Mr. Wendover Horn, sir. Hello, mate. Hello, fella. Um, go on this in. club is fucking broken. Broken, broken, broken. I've just... It's just toxic and horrible. Don't even enjoy... I, my passion is Watford Football Club. Don't even enjoy watching watching them anymore. It's broken. Absolutely broken. We can hear it in your voice, mate. I know. Absolutely. You know, you, know, you, can, you can sack as many managers as you like. We've still got the same damn defenders. Okay, I do question the substitution of Gosling today. I thought I'm not a big Gos fan, but I think he was doing all right at Ryback at 1-1. Changed him, and yep. we, 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 were, we were weaker without him. Didn't get that. Um, get, don't get why Isma doesn't want to go past the player. Um, don't get that at all. Yeah, probably do get that. Doesn't want to get injured. World Cup's in a few weeks, isn't it? Mm. Um, I, 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 I can't. It's just so, so, so annoying. You know, the, the I was watching a Blackpool stream with with Blackpool commentators. Um, funnily enough, whenever a ball the ball went to KMB or Cabaselli, they they said Cambaselli Cambaselli is on the ball. Uh, <laughs> he was something from Cambasans, maybe. Yeah, that, uh, we've, we've done that one before. Uh, he he, he might as well be from Cambasans. Yeah. You send him to Cambasans FC. Um, it's it's just embarrassing, isn't it? It's embarrassing, and I've had enough of it. It's embarrassing. You know, right. the, the Blackpool lot was saying, "Oh, this is a great what you know we'll do well here with this Watford side. They're potent going forward. They're Premier Premier League, Premier League, my ass." Um, you know, what can you say? What no, can you... I can hear it, mate. I can hear it, sir. Go on, we've got so many people to get to. I'm gonna you 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 you've <laughs> articulated your frustration, and I appreciate it there because, as we all know, uh, you know, Greg has been uber positive um all the way up to and i think i think it's fair to say that he and everybody who was positive and i include myself in that because i wanted to give the club the opportunity to um uh, to prove us right to prove that we were going to move in uh, in the different in, in a different direction but unfortunately all they've proved is uh no they've let us down speaking of that somebody who has been a card carrying advocate for the situation as is being read at the moment is uh, is well, I hope the weather's better now in in Florida, sir. Is Mister Uncle Ron Rupert? Go on, sir. Ah, uh, good just, you, just, mm. just don't use the words I told you so because that's just going to hurt. No, too much no, I'm not moment. going to. I'm not going to. But um, today we saw cowardice from Cavaselli. So players can be not up to standard. But cowardice is unacceptable. And 
I would say what I think, and I don't generally believe in, I think the term is atting players. But I did it today. I added Cabaselli on Twitter. I said, get out of the club, because he's a coward, Peter. And I remember the likes of John McClelland, true warriors, and wonderful, wonderful players who never shirked the challenge, never gave up. And John McClelland, when he retired, like many Watford players of that era, um, they had to get other employment. Uh, John McClelland, I believe, had at one point uh, became a postman. He and, still is a postman. Right, he? right, right. But we look at Christian Cabaselli, he'll never have to work again because Pozzo has made him a multi-millionaire. He's been at the club six years. He's probably on 20000 a week and he has another two years. So this is the problem. The owner hands out contracts until players retire. They have no incentive to perform. If they are cowards, they're still at the club. He's been made a multi-millionaire. So this is not personal abuse at Christian Cabaselli. He'll never have to work again, but he is a coward and we shouldn't accept it. It sickens me, Peter. I've got enough going on in my life. I get abuse all the time. I shouldn't care. I really shouldn't care, but it pains me. I don't want, you know, this upset. People think I do it for a joke. It's no joke to me. It's no joke. I remember John McClelland. I've reached my limit because people don't care. There are probably people there today clapping them off. There are people going to be there abusing me, saying, be careful what you wish for. Who wished for this? You've got to be clinically insane to have wished for this. These multi-millionaires who, who don't care about you. They don't care about you. They don't want to try. A, a line Ron, has to Ron, be drawn Ron, in Ron, the sand Ron. by everyone. A line has to be drawn in the sand. Ron, I think everybody can hear what it means to you. I think everybody knows what it means to you, and it means to everybody here. I've said it before. Nobody supports Watford because we want to count the number of trophies we're going to get over a decade. We don't go glory hunting, but there is a certain level that you do not wish to step below, that line in the sand of which you just spoke. And the performance that we saw today, there's probably a couple of players on that pitch who can come off with some some level of being within, I don't know, binocular view of that line. Others were, it was pitiful. It was genuinely, genuinely Pitiful. I would have used the word perverse, but you sounded emotional. I didn't want to take you there. Ron, sir, is uh, is is everything okay with you and Ed following the uh, following the, the 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 tornado, the actual kind of tornado and hurricane and that, that that went through? Yes, everything's fine. Thank you, Peter. It was on the other side of Florida, so so we, we. I mean, actually, Ed, it was lower down from Ed and the other side from me. So, but we were fine. Thank you for asking. Well, there you go. There is genuinely the silver lining of the day, and that's it. Uh, Ron, are you going to be? Uh, how I, I am presuming the answer is going to be yes uh, tomorrow evening. Are you going to be having a Sunday service? I'm not sure, actually, Peter. I'm not sure because I, I don't know if enough people are are speaking up, and I don't know if enough people actually care. Okay, I'm starting so- to think that, that that most people don't care. I'm wondering. Most people don't care. Half the people in the ground, perhaps, there are are supporters of other teams and take their kids along. Um, you've got the the sub- supposed ultras of the club, silent ultras, you know, inverted commas with a laugh there. And I, I don't know. I don't know. As I said, it's starting to have upset me greatly. And I don't Ron, know. Ron, Ron, go, go and pour yourself a drink or go and, uh, go and uh, spend some time with your kids and cheer yourself up, mate. Don't worry about it. We will, we will get to ways in which we can... And I think it's important now that we can kind of articulate this directly in the stadium. Um, Rich, sir, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button. Uh, Hello. Well, you heard that you heard the Cambacelli, Cambasan thing. Yeah. Didn't, not realizing that we'd already written this material months ago. Yeah. Enough of enough of such things. More well, serious there is a, stuff today. Well, there is there is a beach in Blackpool, isn't there? Let's face it. That's uh, oh my, <laughs> that's true. Go on, mate. Oh, my goodness. Um, all I can say, um, Rupert, I hear every word that you just said, and I concur 100% with every single word you say. And I implore you to carry on with your um, spaces. 
I know it's a late one for some people over this side of the world, but please carry on. We have got to get the movement happening. The people on this that listen to this podcast or whatever, our club is dying. It will be in Division 1 next season if we're not careful, and I'm not being dramatic. But what I've watched again today, as I did Tuesday night, is a team bereft of anything. We bought in Billich. Now, you'll remember, I haven't been on for a few weeks. The last time I was on this um, spaces, I said it was absolutely critical that they stuck with Rob Edwards. Mm-hmm. I stand by that 100%. The culture of the club needed to change. If we had to accept mid-table with Rob Edwards, we had to accept it. I don't want that. We shouldn't accept it. We should have enough players. But there is nothing different now that we're seeing than we saw with Rob. You know, the club is bereft. We have got Billich today who's coming in. He's making ridiculous decisions too. I mean, as as already said, Cambaselli or Cabaselli or whatever we want to call him is moved to right back. He literally waves the, the young lad past him for the cross for the second goal. He's, he's, he actually, this, yeah. be, this might be an unpopular one. He took Bayo off and bought Davis on. We lost any impetus that we had. We didn't have much. But Bayo was running around making a nuisance himself. Did Davis barely touch the ball? We have not had a shot on goal apart from the free kick, which was wonderful to see. Don't get me wrong. Lovely to see a free kick curling. We did not have one shot on target after that. We have Dracula in goal. He doesn't move off his line. Yeah, he made two nice saves. They were straight straight at him on the goal line. But you watch the goals. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that first goal in particular, he comes out, doesn't need to come out. There's two defenders there. Comes out, makes a right wicket. The bloke is useless. And we've got we've got a £5 million goalkeeper sitting on the bench. He obviously must be dreadful. And we've wasted all our, our money on that. Now, it's up to us now. It's up to us as fans. I, I hear, I saw Sammy Echo's, um, excuse if that's the wrong pronunciation, um, tweeting that the, they're singing you're not fit to wear the shirt and Pozzo out. And I heard a bit of Pozzo out. I had a fantastic stream. I actually watched Hive stream via some weird and wonderful VPN, but I had I listened to uh, John Marks and Tommy Mooney, and you could hear it in their voices. They're just bereft. They cannot believe what they're watching. Now, next Saturday, I think it is Saturday night, of all pl- things, we're playing Norwich at home on the television. And as your previous callers and that have said, there has to now be a momentum. Now, I'm not calling out the 1881. The only reason I mention them is they're meant to be our vocal area of the ground. If you guys are out there and listening, you need to make yourselves heard now. And I agree with the other colleague. Yep, get some shirts done. You know, I, I sit in, in the lower ground, Taylor. I'll try and get a banner done and, and call the cameraman to turn his camera on me or whatever. I don't care. I'm at the point now, quite honestly, where I will, if there's enough of us and I'm happy to join, is to go up to the lower ground, uh, to go up to the upper up, upper ground, Taylor, and, and hover around the director's box and give them a polite, not not um, disgraceful um, uh, abuse, but literally ask some strong questions. They can ban me if they want. To be honest, after 43-plus years of a season ticket, this is probably my last. I can't stand literally what I'm watching with these guys destroying our football club. And I'm just sorry for all those fans that went up. There was over 1,600 Watford fans at that stadium today, and they had to accept and watch that drivel. I mean, I'm sitting in my armchair, and you know, I, don't, don't, I can't get to as many away games as I'd like to. I go to every single home game, whatever the weather, and I'm there. And I have been for 40-plus years, so I've, I've put my money in. I will not spend another penny in that football club, and I am disgusted by what I'm seeing. And I think I'm relatively calm. I, yeah, I, I, I spout off a bit on Twitter. It's, the, it's an impact situation, but I'm a relatively calm guy. I'm 56 years old. I ain't going to let Watford drag me down, but I'm sick and tired of it. You know, I enjoyed going to the games with my daughter. She doesn't like it anymore. She's fed up with it. And I don't blame her. And, and and I'm not, I just, you know, cheer the club as best I can while the 90 minutes are going on. But how you can actually, there was, as somebody asked, there was, I think it was um, Rupert actually asked, yeah, there was some fans applauding. There was actually Watford fans applauding. Yeah, there was a lot not, don't get me wrong. But honestly, have a look at yourselves. There is a, there is a support, the word supporter is a big word. You can be supportive you are allowed to actually question things as well. Sometimes you can be 
absolutely rose-tinted supporters, and they're not healthy either. I'm oh, sorry, guys. And I, I, no, no, I no, no. Take, I, won't, I won't take up much more of your time. There's plenty coming on. But enough's enough. Enough's enough. We need to make a stand. We've done it before. We can do it again. This is our football club. It's dying on its feet. And I hate everything about Mr. Pozzo and Mr. Duxbury. It's time to go. Rich, before you go, yep. here's a suggestion. Yep. I've said, I've said I'm, I'm going to ask people, but I'm going to yep. make a suggestion. And let's find out uh, with the next listeners if this could be agreed on or disagreed, whatever. Yep. In Spain, Barcelona or Real Madrid, whenever the game is going extremely badly, Right, and they're disapproving. Do you know what they do? They basically—it's a hangover to when uh, when the, when the Spanish who can can be quite formally dressed on a Sunday when the games were on, mm-hmm. they would take out a white handkerchief. White handkerchief, and they would yeah. Shake it, yeah. and they would they would shake it because yeah. it was, and it's something that everybody can have. You might have a tissue, you might have a white piece of paper, you might have a handkerchief, yeah. and no. To my knowledge, I don't think anybody's asked for a fire certificate for a handkerchief these days. Fair, great show. You, you bring it out. And on and on ten minutes or on eleven minutes, we can decide here. Regardless of the score, regardless of the result, it gets waved. It's the same effect as the eighteen eighty one organised at the FA Cup semi final and at the FA Cup final. But it's a televised game next week. And yep. on ten on ten minutes for his league games, all the way through to eleven for his total games for Rob Edwards, we wave the white handkerchiefs and we send the message inside the ground in a peaceful way towards the board. This is not acceptable way to be running the club. And I'm not talking about just the performances here. I'm not even just talking about the the dreadful transfer window. I'm not just talking about how Rob, you know, a, you know, a young man making his way in the game has been lured from where he was to be promised certain things only for a fracturing at the top of the club to see him, you know, basically thrown to the thrown to the dogs once more. It's yeah. not even about the multitude of different managers that we have gone through in a, in a strange and liberal fashion. It's about the whole fucking lot of it. Yeah, it's about everything combined. I'm in. Good, good. Rich, Rich, like myself, is a man of a certain age and will possess a white handkerchief. I'm liking this. <laughs> Rich, we might have a movement. Let's see what we can do, mate. Yeah. Uh, this is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Rich, thank you, sir. Sam, Sam, sir, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button, as you know how to do. I oh, Sorry, I saw your uh, your request earlier on. I didn't quite get to you there in time. How are you? What are your thoughts there? Oh, no, hold on. Let me try them again. We're having fun here. Sam, can you hear us now? Hi, guys. How are you? There you go. You're there. Hi, oh, yeah. We are. We are as one would expect. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm on the coach back now from uh, from Blackpool. Um, I'm just I'm not even angry. I'm just hurt now, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really know how to put it into words because everyone's already put it in so well, but it's just as a strain, sort of. I'm just fed up, to be honest with you, of everything. Go week in, week out. Last three years, I know. I know we've had. Lockdown promotion, which I'm not counting, but last three years in the ground has just been a load of rubbish. So many of us have been into the game and we're just given the same thing every single week. And I'm just fed up, to be honest with you. The pozos can go. I try to be as positive as possible. I was trying my best, you know, to give, give them time to change, but, but we just get lied to. We just get lied to. None of the players care. There's no, there's no jeopardy for the players. Ultimately, it'll be Slavin Village who gets the blame. I don't really know. Don't really know what to say anymore. Sam, you don't need to, mate, because your tone has said it all. Similar to Ron's earlier on as well. When when you hear people who are passionate might disagree, but are always energetic with their comments and opinions and tone, such as yourself and Ron, at whatever end of the spectrum, at whatever point in time, when you hear the emotion either drain or overwhelm it's time for something to happen here and it's time to to at least you know we set this spaces up and all of the guys who've done all the spaces stuff where you bring fans on it's there to get the opinion and hear the voice of the supporters it really is now surely time you know and i've been as i've been as neutral as they come but it's now time to at least allow the supporters on mass to simply express 
how things are at the moment in front of the TV cameras next next week. We, we're suggesting, if you didn't hear it, uh, Sam, that we might uh, have, have white handkerchiefs, tissues, white pieces of paper, and wave them around to create a little bit of movement, a little bit of agitation, a little bit of spectacle, I but mean, most I'm, importantly, I'm, yeah. a message to the director's box. Your thoughts? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to get behind that, but... I'm just saying it on a public space like yourselves, obviously the club will probably hear about it, brief the stewards, somehow ban anything white going into the ground or something like that. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Yeah, that's fine. If, 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 if they are going to stop 20-odd thousand people or slightly sure of that, of taking handkerchiefs in, uh, that will be a... That would be a logistical task. I'd, that'd be impressive to see, mate. That'd be impressive to see. I'm just... I'm just... It's probably, I see, you can probably hear it in my voice, but it's just the one thing I'm dreading now... Was it two, three weeks' time looting at home? I think that says it all. That's a familiar feeling of dread, everybody, for everybody. Mate, Sam, have a safe journey back, mate. Try Cheers, and mate. Uh, try, try and get your chin up tomorrow, mate. I know it's going to be down for the rest of the day. Um, Cheers, mate. Whatever anybody thinks about anybody, nobody, you know, nobody wants to be feeling like this about our club. And as I say, about a myriad of things. Mr. Paul Turner, sir. Sorry, sir, I've kept you waiting there for a, for a long time. We're going to be coming to you guys as, as soon as we can get through. Paul, if you hit your uh, your mic button, you can let us know your thoughts, sir. Good evening, all. Um, I just wanted to sort of like revisit something I said a few weeks ago about the family day that they arranged at the club with the Junior Hornets. Um, It felt like there was a buy-in from the club and we were going to build something again with Rob. Um, You know, I took my two kids or or two of my kids and, you know, had a great day and felt a real connection with the club again. You saw Anne Swanson there. Felt good. And, you know, this season I thought it was going to be that kind of like we'll go through it together. And um, here we are now, two and a half months later, we know that the defence is absolutely bobbins. We know it's not good enough. One manager's fallen on the sword because of that. Another one's probably going to come in the next couple of weeks. And here we go again, absolute chaos. Um, I think the kind of waving of the white flag is is almost like a nod to our defence because that's generally what they tend to do halfway during a game you and just it. throw it away for us. But um, I suppose the only analogy I can give really is like my, my son today was at home um, and during the second half, I, I actually caught him um, watching Insidious and, and he's not old enough to watch that. But to be honest, <laughs> I can't blame him for watching that and not wanting to watch the second half of a Watford game because you know what's coming. You know the jump scare's coming and you know it's Cabaselle. That's the B's new nickname because it's just embarrassing. Um, and my last point, if you want a bit of cathartic release tonight, Luther's down at Amersham Town Football Club doing a Q&A. He's a, he's a man, a noble man. He gets the club. He gets where we're at. Clearly, there's a disconnect with him and the club at the moment. He knows something's up. Um, I want to go there and spend my money and time with a man like that, with integrity. I don't want to put another penny into the club that, that's run by Gino Pozzo at the moment. And that that breaks my heart after 35 years of supporting this bloody lovely club. Well said, Paul. Well said. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. White flags are in, entirely symbolic as well. I mean, that's part of the reason why I do it from the Spanish side. Um, somebody, I'm just going to quickly find where, where somebody said... Um, it was something along the lines of white, you know, waving white handkerchiefs. Um, for fuck's sake, why so? Why so effing polite? Um, I can't remember, can't find out who it was. Sorry about that. Uh, it'll be on the messages. I'll get to it in a minute. But um, whoever that was, hey, request if you've got a better way of doing it, come on. What we're trying to do is, in this particular instance, is have an opportunity to mobilise literally the silent majority. I'm more than happy for somebody to come up with a blisteringly good idea um, that, that's there. Why so polite? Because you're not going to lo- you're not going to mobilise any any silent majority or anybody in there to be able to express just their discontent, the fact that this is visually going the wrong way and visually embarrass the club. You know, I'm sorry when I say the club, not the club. I mean, the, you know, the hierarchy in this instance, because it's been poor. It's been poor. Paul, thank you, mate, as ever. But genuinely, and this is an absolute invitation. Anybody's got any other ideas? 
let us know. Let us know straight off. That would that would be super. Um, Ross, sir, Ross, coming to you. Um, it should be allowing you now to hit your mic button and let let's know what you think. Ross Strickland. Hi guys, how you doing? You all right? Hello, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. You know, it's it's just one of those. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, yes, we're we're good. Thank no, you very just, much. In the in the biggest. It's just things, a but, suggestion but, on the um, on the white handkerchief front. I don't know. Obviously, obviously with the banners, um, things like that. Obviously, they've done the the um, anti-flammable whatever the <laughs> the thing they come up with. So, so yeah. someone just has to, you know, get a massive, massive, great big banner that covers covers the majority of the stand, and sort of tuck it in somewhere, try try and get away with it somehow. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think the white handkerchiefs. I really think that Gino will just wave that off. I don't think it's going to be enough for them no, to even to even contemplate even changing the, their ways. You know what I mean? So. I just, then, well, if you if you if you've got some trousers with an extremely <laughs> long pocket and can get can get an all set battery, I'll have to be find very some baggy ones from somewhere. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine the security is that is that a banner in your pocket? Are you pleased to see me. I mean, no, I've just put on a bit of timber, but um, <laughs> no, yeah. After that performance, I thought Gosling playing right back is just a symbolisation of where we're at right now as a football club. You know, what I mean, he he's he's even slower than than um, than Mario Gaspar. So he's not really going to be overlapping anyone, really, is he? And, and we played our best football when we played wing backs. So Kamara's Kamara's again. He's gone. He's not even our player. He's probably one of the best on the day. I thought. But apart from that, really, Spree looked all right. But he, he he looks a bit weak for me for the championship. I can't lie. Well, he gets through. I mean, he gets about. And he tries to be available, as does losers to try to get the he ball. Phenomenal today. But the, but 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 the, the the problem is is that we're not passing the ball forward. I mean, when when Rich came on earlier on and said, well, you know, when we took Davis off and we took and we bought, sorry, we bought Davis on and took off uh, off Bio. You know, what did he do? Well, the thing was, the ball wasn't coming to him yeah. at all, and and so he just kept coming deeper and deeper and deeper and trying to come to get the ball, and nobody did anything. I mean, Hamza Chowdhury. I mean, Christ! What was the point? Um, along with you know, along with KMB, who who in, in fairness was at least covering the left side when when Kamara would go you know would go bombing on, he'd at least kind of fill it in. I just didn't see anything from them at yeah. all. It was it was shocking. Um, we didn't even get to the third goal. I uh, you know. Uh, truth to Kong, I said my new season's resolution was going to be to be nice to Truth. <laughs> but in that one goal, he turns his back on the player going at him, not once, but twice. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a sin to do it once. To do it a second time is you're just being the, wrapped the, around the his finger. The worst one was Cavasale on the second goal. My the God. second goal, just letting him oh, run. Oh, my God. I've seen better football on a Sunday, Sunday league. Um, it was It was awful. But I think it's way more than than, than the, how the players play and how the manager sets out the team. At the end of the day, the, the club's rotten. It's a, it's a horrible club to support. I don't, I don't even think we'll get near playoffs if if it carries on like this. We need a right back. That's sort of evident. We've got Simon Mario Gaspar, who I don't think's had that many bad performances himself, but he is 34, so he's not, you're not going to get 38 championship games out of him a season anyway. So it, it was, it was, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's proper shite to watch. <laughs> Ross, I think, I think, I think your, your, your last words there sum it up beautifully. It's proper shite. Absolutely. Cheers, Ross. Thank you, mate. So many people to still to come to. Katie, Katie, if you, you know the drill, you hit the, uh, hit the old mic button and let us know your thoughts on the day. Um, hey, Harry, going to come to you after. Hey, mate. Hey. Um, <laughs> far away <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore no like honestly I my stomach is like I feel sick like thinking about Watford it sounds dramatic but honestly I'm worried for our club that it's falling into this like abyss and that I don't know what where do we even go from here like we cannot just sack a manager as soon as we get them like I feel like <laughs> the Potswoods have realised that they might be in, like, deep shit and now they're, like, oh, they're, like, panicking. They don't know what to do because they're obviously not just going to, like, sell the club because they wouldn't do that. Like, genuinely, I, I honestly didn't... I turned the game off after they Blackpool scored their first goal. 
because I was like, I'm not watching this. Like, I was just like, it's just waste, wasting my day. Um, and I obviously, like, it's great that we scored a free kick and, you know, the goal was good because, like, we have got good players in our squad. But football is a team game and the team does not play as a team. Like, when you have people like Saar and Loser and whoever else we have, I can't even think of their names now, when we when you have them and they're so good, but then you've got people like Trusta Kong and uh, Cabasela in, in the defence, and they're just so rubbish. Like, they actually are not real-life footballers. They cannot do anything right. They've messed up every single game for us. The, the t- it doesn't look like it's a team playing. It's like, okay, let's give the ball to these players and hope that they can score the goals. But that's not what football is. And genuinely... I feel like Watford is something that, you know, I was brought up supporting Watford my entire when I was a child. And it's something that I've always known as like a nice place to be around. It, I was always looking forward to every single game and spending time with my dad and friends and family or whatever. Now, it genuinely, the thought of having to go to a game or watch a game, it gives me like the shakes. Like I, I genuinely get like, I have like trauma flashbacks. Like it's not an enjoyable place to be around even the atmosphere there at home is not um it's not good I remember when it used to be so nice and used to look forward to it the highlight of the week and now it's like it feels like a chore it's not it's just not a nice place to be around and that is something that makes me so worried because it, it was like a safe space a happy place it you know saved my mental health so many times for going there and now to see it kind of crumbling and falling away in front of us makes me so fucking depressed. Mate, I hear the emotion that's coming out tonight more than anything else. It's just exasperation and the fact that it, as you as you described it, as like trauma. I mean, I get, I get what you mean. It's it's the 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 hurtful thing is it's like a it's like a friend. You know, Watford has grown up with great emotional attachment to everybody. So when it turns around and bites you, you go, oh, that's a bit odd. When it keeps doing it repeatedly over season after season um, and it becomes hard to defend it to those people who are criticising it, be they internal or external of the fan base, doesn't really matter which, it's just it becomes so, so difficult. Yeah. yeah, go, 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 go. It's, it's like no, it's like it's like I want to help. I want to be able to uh, like. Obviously, we want to be able to make ourselves be heard, and I do think we should get banners and everything. But that I want there to be more that we can do. I want there to be something that we can all come together, and I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of things that we could do because I feel like oh, just holding up signs like that's so easy to be ignored. Like they won't do anything, but then I obviously don't want to be like yeah, let's like burn down Vicarage Road like obviously you don't want to do stuff like that but I want to be able to help because it's our club it's something that we have you know been a part of and we're the people who are having to like suffer because of what they're doing to our club so I feel like I want to be able to help and do something to support the club but there's nothing that we can really do we just have to watch it happen yeah no absolutely and the the performance is indicative of the malaise at the club. It's indicative of the fact that, as we've said before, and as we had a long discussion with uh, with some fabulous callers on Wednesday, which is up on the podcast if anybody didn't catch it, uh, two balls, a Dan and a, and, a, and, a, and a Duncan, I'll get it, I'll remember it, honestly, which was a big discussion around the culture of the club. What we're seeing today isn't just a performance. It is as an upshot of that malaise, you know, constantly. It's so frustrating. Just going to quickly go to some of the uh, some of the comments, and then we're going to pick out some of the the five word reviews because I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll be interesting. Uh, Mr. John Barzo said, "Any real protest will simply be seen in attendances." In 1994, there were literally only 5,109 of us idiots watching us lose three 0 to Grimsby. Yeah, I was there. 300 of those were probably Grimsby fans. I'd accept this if Edwards. We're learning, learning and losing. You know, <laughs> what can you say? Uh, let's have a look. Andrew Argent, uh, blah, 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 or you could do, oh, yeah, there's certain, lots of these are obviously suggestions about what could be done or comments around uh, ideas. Louis Teixeira said, if you were to protest, gather in town, walk uh, through the town to the ground together and stand outside the ground. It's not perfect, but if you can't um, say anything in the ground, it's possibly the best option personally. 
WSC Moog says, this is Watford, not Russia. If, if if I take a handkerchief to the ground, I'm taking a handkerchief to the ground. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll be able to stop. I should hope they wouldn't be able to stop that. Toby Gills says, if by any chance they try to confiscate handkerchiefs because they're aware of the protest and want to stop it, please let me know. I'll get it written up in the Times. Can't imagine they'd ignore a story like that. Thank you, Toby. Much appreciated. You know, yeah, it's about it's about trying to mobilise the, the 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 fan base as, as as much. Oh, it's Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson. Hello, Lee. He said waving bits of paper. Fuck me. Why are we being so polite about it? He then said, "I think the silent masses won't be silent at the Vic when Luton turn us over." Well, okay, all right. If your plan is is, is uh, that we get so shit that that finally happens, who knows? It might it might need that. That might well be the catalyst. Straight in, Harry, coming to you, sir. Sorry about the wait, everybody. We will get to everybody as as quick as we can. Harry, if you want to hit your mic button at the bottom uh, at the bottom left there, and then you can let us know what you think. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 uh, yeah, we're we're all trying to process this, you know, the bigger picture yeah. rather than just the performance at Blackpool, and, and we have to say fair play to Blackpool because you can only beat what turns up on the day, mm. and they did, yeah. you know, but. Yeah, absolutely. Never mind. Yeah, no, I mean, I never, usually, I never usually come on and do these sort of spaces and stuff. But I feel like today is like been the day where I feel like I need to come on and just just vent about it all. Um, I've come to Blackpool, so I made a weekend of it, and then um, I left to be honest after the third goal, um, walking out, and there was a load of Blackpool fans shouting cheerio, and I thought, hang on, hang on a second, like three years ago we were in the FA Cup final, and <clears throat> now we're at this point where. We're walking out at 3-1 loss at Blackpool and all the fans are like chanting and stuff to the players, you know, you're not fit to wear the shirt and things like that. I'm thinking how far like, has this club sunk since that point? <clears throat> and I was very much potso in until the Rob Edwards, uh, till the Rob Edwards things happened. I mean, I'm not saying Rob Edwards should have gone, I'm not saying he shouldn't have gone, but I feel like where they said they'll back him come high water is where, for me, they applied yeah. to the fans. And that's where I've now become, you know, I'm I'm not for the pot at all. And it's been interesting because a lot of people have said, what are they going to do? So basically, you know, I'm, I'm with all the protests. I'm, I'm with that. But I feel like we need to do more than that. And for me, Watford at the minute is a business. And I'm at the point now where I'm not buying beers at the club. I'm not buying, you know, I want the, the nice... Uh, Vicarage Road 100-year jacket, but I'm not going to buy it because I know this money is going to go to the Pozzos. And for, for me, that's my way of protesting against them. I'm not not giving the club an, a, another penny at the minute. I've got, of course, I've still got my direct debit for my season ticket, but I know I've got that. But there's little things like that which I'm trying to do now to just get these owners out because it has been a disgrace and we're not going to move forward with them because we are going to continue to sign these players that are mogi buy at players um, they're just going to be players who the players we've got now they just don't care they're just there to pick up their money and then just go home they have no they have no desire whatsoever to play this club today the only players I saw that wanted to actually play this club Kamara uh, Luther mm-hmm. and probably Spreer as well and Backman I would say the rest of them do not care they're just they're just there to just pick up their money and go and it's such a shame because three years ago, we weren't that club. We were not that club at all. I remember when we beat Wolves in the in the semi-final. It was amazing for everyone, but just around you, you, you can remember it. And I feel like, and it's funny that Neil said, like, we're not going to, I know we said it earlier, we're not going to sign players on loan, like these good young players on loan, because we have a manager every 10 games or whatever like this. And we're not even going to sign permanent players at this rate. We're just going to continue to sign these players from this crook agent um, they just do not really want to play for this club. And I feel like, <clears throat> for me, that's my way of going about it, of, of just trying to get these owners out of the door quicker. It's just just trying to decrease their revenue as much as possible. Um, but I am for all the protests, but I feel like the, at the minute, what was a business? And we're not going to move forward unless um, unless we stop them actually making money at the club. This Good was stuff. actually Pete Feacham's idea, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Absolutely. And, and in fairness, just it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. People could walk from from the state uh, from the uh, from the town mm. to the ground. Yeah. They could make a vocal process outside. They could do, as was mentioned earlier on, the, 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 there could be a, a number of people outside of the, the you know the director's entrance, shall we say, symbolically. Yeah. This is all stuff that gets covered by, you know, 
kind of uh, uh, Sky broadcasters. I know Adam's on, obviously, with the, with Adrian Sky. Mm. This is the kind of thing that does get reported by them and other um, uh, other other news agencies. Who knows? Maybe the Athletic. Um, the the one inside the ground is there to try and give a visual sign that this isn't there. All of these things, but your point about not putting any more money in the coffers of of the club is is massive because the the model as i understand it and i'm i'm happy to be told i'm wrong here because i'm this is this is off of my memory and justin will tell you my memory is bad at the best of times um yeah it is yeah most most mo, mo, thank you thank you for confirmation of that most of the food concessions there tend to have been bought out they've kind of they've got like they've, they've sold it to a commercial partner who produced the food and then there might be a profit share later on down the line if people didn't buy food and drink at the club, it wouldn't just affect the revenue in a small way. It would also affect the commercial relationship with their commercial partners. There's no way that that can be ignored. Sure. So the whole the whole element of all of this to just communicate that this is this is not what <laughs> this is not what is needed, and we want to support the club. People who do go and and have a drink, yeah, they want a drink, but they also want to put money into the coffers of the club to support it financially. This is this is the equivalent of chemotherapy. This is a, the equivalent of putting poison in you to to cut the cancer out. Mm. Crying out loud, not to, not wishing to be too melodramatic about it, and yet managing it nonetheless. Um, you know, all of these things can be done, but the question has been: is how do we take this from offline into the stadium? And it requires around the stadium. It requires organisation. Is the thing, um, and we have uh, social media now. There are people that can organise things like this. It shouldn't be too difficult. If people feel this passionately, something should be able to be arranged between now and the next home game when the Sky cameras are in. I have to say, I have to say, it's a good man who can make me laugh at a time like this. And on the notes here, Skyzer says my one-man protest will involve eating a whole packet of peanut M and M's. That's as much as enthusiasm as I can raise at the moment. Skyzer, you've made me smile. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's that's one of those. Let's hear from from more people. Harry, thank you, mate. Have a thank great you, guys. Weekend. Have a great well, great weekend up in up in Blackpool, and we'll thank see you. where all where all of this takes you. Thank you, everybody, for waiting so long. I really do appreciate it, Hampshire back let's get you in and then we will be going to rob then to john parslow then to oh there's two rob so i've got rob c first then john parslow then to rob st so and we'll be getting through to you guys as quickly as we can hampshire how you doing all right guys um kind of as best can. firstly apologies if there's any background out walking the dog to try and uh cheer me up and he's being a bit of a dick so it's actually not cheering me up in fact it's compared to anybody who's got dogs that um have a penchant for running at other dogs or that eat things they shouldn't will know my current pain with mine but never mind never mind i can get over that bit um what what yeah what what can i say i mean honestly today if that that was a, a car crash of a match i mean i um it's it's one thing. Let's don't want to dwell too much on on the game because I think it's we're all pretty hurt by it. I mean, but that second goal, that that second goal, it, to watch Cabasali basically almost let the the left winger go past him, like just give up. It, it sums up everything about these players. I, I put a post, and obviously going to get backlash on it. And let me caveat this, right? Bassini was a clown. Okay, we know he was. But never, never in his tenure did I see a team that didn't show effort, okay? They weren't great. They really weren't great players in the grand scheme of things, you know, apart from, you know, Deeney obviously came in. But are you telling me, and I've got this, that players like Graham, Cowie, Deeney, um, Eustace, there's countless others, wouldn't have put in more of an effort. And that's the problem is... Katie mentioned that we've got good players. There's a real misconception of what is good. A good player is somebody that is consistent. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. hours that fluctuate between maybe a two out of 10 one week and a seven out of 10. They're consistently six, seven out of 10. And hours just aren't that. And it it all, it all has come from the top. The, the, The atmosphere, and I've mentioned it in other previous things and even in personal jobs where I've seen it and done work with companies. What we're seeing is basically a 
uh, a collapsing of a of a business almost on steroids. In 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 rather than in slow motion, we're seeing it happen in quick time. Mostly businesses when they start to collapse, it takes them about a year, and then they start to pick up pace, and then that's it. But we're seeing a, a degradation of our team, literally in 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 days this is it it is it is in days and it's it's an absolute shambles and honestly i mean it's there's no point so on to things like protesting and stuff first and foremost protesting the ground great if you can get away with it good you're not going to get away with it potos can basically as somebody else said they'll tip off stewards um and they'll they'll put pay to it and that's that is exactly what they'll do that's exactly what they'll do outside outside the ground you've got far more freedom so through the through the town, um, directly outside Sky. We often, if we go to games, we often see Sky, you know, their kind of cameras out there. Doesn't take much for someone just to approach a camera and say, pots are out, and then they'll start looking for other people. You know, it's, it's these kind of things. It does need organization. You, random people doing things never has impact. I mean, you've, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. You have one person shouting something out in a high street, you think, oh, bloody hell, what a loony. But you get five or six and you suddenly start taking notice. So that's where we've got to be. It has to be pulled together. And I would, you know, if, if I wasn't uh, busy working, I would probably put my hand up. But if, you know, if somebody wants to, I'm more than happy to help out. If somebody's really adamant, pop a note in my DMs and I'll, I'll see what I can do to kind of bring things together because it needs to be done outside the ground as well. And that's the only way it's going to do. Cool. Now, commercially, you've nailed it. You've absolutely nailed it. If you, If we get onto the sponsors and if you get onto people that are have a commercial agreement with the club they will they will have a problem so prime example you'll see businesses that will tweet out a photo of their branding around the ground yep and they'll say oh proud to sponsor what everybody slam their posts with pots around you do things like that they're going to suddenly they're getting negative There's, there's obviously that thing of all exposure is good exposure to a degree when it starts getting negative, then they just won't want to associate. Those, you know, companies will say, well, actually, do I really want to take a, 10 people to a, for a corporate event when they're just going to get a negative? You know, it's all these kind of trickle things. And it, it's, look, it, it takes time, but it has to start somewhere. And so far as the silent majority, the silent majority will always turn once they don't feel that they are the silent minority, if that makes sense. If they feel they're in the minority, they won't say anything because they don't want the backlash. And... Yeah, you know that's. I'm I'm using I'm using the phrase silent majority as as people who are not necessarily going to be acting provocatively. That exactly as you just said there, they're not going to necessarily start something, but they might follow. When you say about and and uh, in answer to a couple of a couple of people said, well, you know, kind of well, what what would white handkerchiefs do? Uh, if if you know that surely we must be able to do something better, and that's fine. If you can think of something better and you want to organise it or you want to suggest it here. Go right ahead. I've got no problem with that. Um, you know, but the idea is, as you say, once people see six people doing it, other people do it. I don't know if you remember a few years back, there, there became a little penchant for um, utilising your your camera uh, your camera light, and somebody would do it in in the darkness, and they would put it up and start waving it about, and suddenly other people started doing it, and then other people started doing it, and that's how how something kind of in that environment doesn't quite go viral because it's not like a viral network, but that's how people see it. People go, why is that person next to me waving their flag I'm doing, or, or the, waving their handkerchief or piece of paper or whatever it is? The point is just to try to communicate something. And it's just a thought. It's just a suggestion. People might not like that. Uh, Spacey, Chicken Lickley, I like that a lot, says, uh, surely not putting money into the club is just going to end send Watford into more and more debt, which is a, which is a fair comment to make. Um, I, I would suggest that the money having, having scoured over the finance piece and done a, done a podcast on it when, when it came about in about March, I would suggest that the revenue that they get in for, you know, one or two games is not going to make a even sizable dent in the um, in the level of debt that the club has accrued through its through its normal actions. Anyway, let's go to uh, John Parslow. Then we're going to come to Rob C and Rob St. as well. Oh no, yeah, John, if you want to uh, hit your mic button, and then I'm going to come to the two Robs, and we will see where we go with it. John, now, now John, you're normally Mister Positive, so I'm really <laughs> looking forward to this. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Um, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, John, it's, it's not because whatever you want to say is your opinion, and you're absolutely welcome to voice it here. Go on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of things I want to say. I'll come on to the process thing, but um, yeah, just on the game, it's quite, it's quite hard to be positive. I mean, the positive thing was uh, for different reasons I couldn't go, and I feel really sorry for the fans who did go, and I heard them at times being quite positively uh, good, and I think. Actually, in the game, there was a point, you know, once we got back into it, we were playing and knocking it around reasonably well, maybe did okay. But but you come on to the real problem that when when this thing started to go wrong in the second half and we just needed people to step up, you know, not enough of the players cared. And and I, and I bring I do bring this back to the whole the whole getting rid of Rob Edwards and what I find acceptable or not acceptable. And I think you know, and at the moment, what Gino's done by getting rid of Warriors, he had a lot of fans who, you know, got relegated horribly from the Premier League. We all know we need a reset. We're going to reset. We're going to build. And I, I and I put my position clear. Like I didn't care if we we went up this year. I didn't care if we finished thirteenth. I would have put up with losses if I could see that development and that culture and that change and things going that way. And that and that would have been okay. And then all that's happened today is, you know, and I hate calling out players, you know, but Cabaselli not closing down. Not that he didn't close him down. He didn't try. He let him go. He just he just let him put the cross in. So we can we can talk about then what happens afterwards. But you know, you know, anybody's played Sunday League even just knows, you know, you get slaughtered for that. Mm-hmm. And 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 Sar as well, you know. There was a point where he was in the middle of the field when we're like two one down, and and he's not running forward or backward. He's just standing standing around, and and it's and and they're abdicating responsibility because they don't have to because now it's always the coach's problem, right? So 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 yeah, so it's so it's really awkward to be in this this, this space because you're just watching, you know, their objectivity. But yeah, and Peter, it does take me back to like, sorry for the guys who are younger but back to 1994 when we, had, we didn't care we, yeah the Grimsby game and there was five honestly you know it, it was soulless going to watch those games at that time you know it really was soulless it's not actually that as bad as that yet but but I, I understand where people see it could get there Um, so come on to the protest thing so you know look I, you know maybe I'm completely deluded but I, I still think Pozzo long time and Udinese connection and everything is good for the club in the current context until I understand what an alternative could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think what I, 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 and, and I understand your thing about there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in Twitter spaces are angry and a lot of people in the middle and the ground people go, they go when you go to the ground, generally it's hard to get that. And friends I go with will moan about the club uh, they'll moan about what goes on a pitch and then we'll go home and have a beer and we'll forget about it. Right. It, it happens a lot. And I, I do think there is some value. And I know people think it's, it's, it's a tiny point, but something I would get behind even for that point is, is the kind of white handkerchief thing and the 10 minute thing for, for Rob, a 10 games only message is sending out a message that I think a lot of people get behind, but I think you have to be clear about what you're trying to do. And I think if that's about, we want Potso out, I think that's awkward because is that a statement? But I would say that's a, I want Pozzo or, or Gino and I want the club to explain what the plan is. What is the direction? What is the consequences? What are we trying to do? Is it winner or a bus? You know, I, I want the story of where we're trying to go as a club. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.